The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. What's up, guys? This is Sean, Lights Out Merriman, and Saturday, June 15th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting 17 returns to Casino Palma in San Diego. Get your tickets now at LightsOutXF.com, and we'll be live on Lights Out Sports TV, available on all major platforms. Doors open at 5 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be Lights Out. Lights Out Sports is free sports TV by athletes for fans. For details about the event and tickets, go to LightsOutXF.com. What up, 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 what up? Good morning. Or afternoon or good night. I started trying to count after three and I was like, fuck it. I know, I'm like, I mean, we go, we go. What's up? Welcome to another episode of Horrible Decisions. This is your girl, Mandy B. Hi, I'm Wheezy. So, I'm really excited for this episode, Ashley. I have to tell you a few things. Okay. So, <laughs> I've been a fan of yours for a while. I really love your page. Really? And when I met you, I was like, oh, this bitch does not fuck with me. She gave me the total side eye. No, because you met me at my friend's event and I was already lit. So, like, I'm oh. walking. No, like, I literally, when you met me, my friend Valerie was the one that put on the event. I think. Um, you think? I, I you don't know which one of your friends no, because, on the event? No, because there's so many no, different no, no, things that happen at house. There yes. was a few people doing it. Okay. Yeah. Aisha, we had her on the show. Yeah. She is the BK, not the Velvet, the Violet BK mm-hmm. did that event. That's right. I didn't know you were lit. Yeah. I thought maybe you was like not fucking with me. No, we were smoking outside. We were. But yeah. A lot Wait, of... Violet BK, that's your friend? Mm-hmm. Is that the one I... you made out with? That I made out with. And that's I did... the one I fucked with. I'm friend? like, that name sounds familiar. So what happened is I had um I did a panel for Pro Sex yeah. at um Daniel Saint, who's been on our show. He does yeah. NSFW. Yeah. So I met all of the House of Yes people mm-hmm. and they were like, oh my God, you have to come out. And I got really drunk that night. NSFW. And, and so the, the, the girl hits me up. She's yeah, like, okay. hey, yeah, I made out with your co-host last night. Oh I was like, there's no way. Like, if she knew that we fucked, that would have never happened. <laughs> yeah, oh my goodness. No. She was like, I but mean, But I also happened. didn't remember making out with her. I mean, so. that's how gay should be happening, though. It's no. <laughs> like, cause, like, there's not a lot. Because I be going to, like, because I'm like, I'm queer, but I be going, now that I'm like with more queer people, every time I go into a space, it's like everybody there and fucked each other. They all so know I didn't, somebody so I didn't, fucking I didn't, I didn't like her. Like, we just made out. Girl queer parties, dog. Yeah. Like, yeah. Everybody. Parties. Yeah, like good shit. Shit. Yeah. That, I mean, shit, I be in VIP. If if I'm with the right <laughs> athlete and they done brought the right hoes there, okay. I'm making out with them, too. Okay. I mean, fuck I mean, you going so, on. So, I tell you why I thought that. Because okay. I have, <laughs> here goes skinny girl woes. Ready? Yeah. I always felt like a lot of body pause girls don't mm-hmm. fuck with me because sometimes I'll post and talk about my weight or how I'm feeling or mm-hmm. use the word fat for myself, which a lot of people do, right? They're like, oh, I'm yeah. feeling fat or talk about a fupa. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know that what I'm saying is in my head how I'm feeling 
And it's also probably coming across as like, bitch, fuck you. Because you ain't that big, but you acting like you are. Mm -hmm. But am I acting like I am? Am I allowed to say those words? And I want to have a really open conversation about it Mm. because I want to know what it feels like on the other side of the table when you see smaller bitches doing shit like that. And if I mean, I'm, and I haven't said it because I've been across the table from you for three years. And when we've gotten it, we've, we've had that conversation with mm-hmm. Tahoe who came on. If you guys want to listen back to maybe the first time we've had Tahoe on. Yeah. Also, real quick, before we get into this, can you introduce your name? Oh, of course. What, what you go by and what you're known for on social media? Because she ha- she did send me your page yeah. and your page is phenomenal. Thank so you. what made people know you? Do, you, you have a real good, like, I don't know what your purpose is with your page, but it's fun. It is. It's fun. So okay. I was like, yeah, I think she would be dope. So That's awesome. W- w- can you introduce your name, what of we course. call you for the show, what you go by, and what, what you're known for? Um, well, my real name is Ashley Nicole Tribble. Um, yes, government. I'm trying to make it a thing to use my like middle name because I grew up in the ni- time of like Jonathan Taylor Thomas's and like Sarah uh, Michelle Gellar. So I'm like, if white people can use all three of their names, why can't I? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, it's a good three names. Ashley Nicole Tribble. It's strong. I do like that. It's strong. It but you never feel really like a real hear name. a lot of black people using their third, like their middle name. But I will say a lot yeah. of black people have the middle name but Nicole because yeah. baby girl. Yes, my mom's my name middle Nicole. name is Nicole. That? Yes, my mom's name is Nicole. Oh, okay. My cousin's name is Nicole. That's yes. how I got mine. She ain't want to think. Or you guys hard. could be the same age and it was popular in that year. What? How old are you? I'm 29. 29. Yeah. Everybody middle name Nicole around here. Yeah. Okay. Names are popular amongst the year. They're trendy. Yeah. So that makes sense. And so, what are you known for? Um, I'm known for my page, Ashley Chubby Bunny, which, um, as of like 2017 is when I actually started posting more things. But before then I was known on Facebook for being a little bit more outspoken, writing essays and then on Tumblr for basically just reblogging like yes. cool shit that everybody liked. And then like talking about my experiences while I was in school. Is that college. your job? No. <laughs> um, as of right now, my job is like freelancing on social media, but like That's that wasn't job, like it's a job, but like yeah. it's not like a career. So. But I think I mean when you are yeah. really like known yeah. and centered around something. So I, I know you said three years. Well, people have heard our conversation, but yeah. I think yeah. specifically with you, the fat phobia I have never read about and seen so much more often mm-hmm. than I would say maybe even the last. 12 months maybe even lower like 6 months yeah. I feel like it's becoming very apparent and I also oh, see me. people saying yeah. that it's not <laughs> real and so that I want to talk about too okay. so that's really where I want to dig into that shit today but for now we're going to start with vanilla shit so uh, vanilla shit is our segment where yeah. uh, we talk about sex in the news this one was sent in to me by friend Marcus Sanders uh, Mandy's about to pull it up yeah, it's on I really, the I really I think it's Queer funny tea? it's from yeah. queertea.com yeah. Yeah, it's a good um, site for gay news and yeah. this one is hilarious um, also shout out before we um, go into this to shout out to Pastor Coriel Scott um, mm-hmm. who was our guest last month gay as fuck gay as shit and amazing managies um, the yes. vanilla shit for this week is a pastor who says he used oral sex to suck demons out of men <laughs> <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> a New Jersey minister. Is that accused... Jesus on your fan? Yes, it is Jesus. Look, that's hilarious, right? <laughs> I take this to play parties and I'm like this. Not Jesus, <laughs> bitch. It's, hot. it's just because it's hot. I know. It's I'm not, dead. Yeah. So, a New Jersey minister <laughs> accused of sexually assaulting this his picture. parishioners has launched a creative defense. He claims he was sucking demons out of them by performing fellatio. 69-year-old Reverend Dr. William Weaver faces a lawsuit by four former parishioners, three men, one woman, who claimed that the 
Presbyterian minister sexually assaulted them when they came to him for spiritual counseling. Documents obtained by Newsweek reveal that during counseling sessions, Weaver asked the three men to strip naked and lay down. He would then place an angel coin on their heads as well as sacred stones on their hands and ankles before performing oral sex. Yo, honestly, if you dress it up with like the stones and shit, that's what I'm saying. You kind of be like, okay. Like, Listen, wait, wait, wait. wait. No, but he says it came from something. Weaver allegedly told his victims that he needed to suck the demons out through their semen and that the ritual had come from Native American lore. Nah. At least one victim also reported Weaver kissing him on the mouth during the ceremony. Did you guys nah. watch The Keepers on Netflix? Did anybody watch that? I don't watch that yet. Yes, Do you, I watched it. Fabulous one. Seriously, really good and deep. Do you remember that he was saying that you have to suck out or this is my holy water, or uh, you you embody the spirit yeah, of God from yeah, sucking my dick. Yeah. yeah, that's what they did on there. Nah, fuck this picture. I need to see that's a real picture of this, this nigga. Picture. Where is nigga? Well, we know he's white. He's not a nigga. Not doing this. Dr. William. Oh, I said Weaver. William Weaver. I thought Weaver. I said William's his Look last that name. Look well. up. Oh, he looked <gasps> no, like he oh, did no, it. No, 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 no. He looked like he did it. Oh, they got Man him right next to a church. evil spirit. Wow. Oh, yeah, he looked like he's sucking dick. He looked like he did it. Look at that picture. He's like, yeah, I did it. <laughs> he looked like, oh, my goodness. Um, so it's it's crazy because um, I, I just went on um, Grapevine. Mm-hmm. Shout out to everyone at the Grapevine. We had a conversation about how sex is more spiritual than we lead it to believe. Oh, yeah. Do you guys believe in sex like demons and, and yeah I do not that they're uh, maybe attached to your semen but do you I low key do as somebody that like frequents creepypasta and watch top 10 so that's why I'm like dying right now because <laughs> because like what's creepypasta oh my god okay right I don't know either <laughs> okay I'm so like, like creepypasta is basically like it's a genre of like scary stories that like have it's like a culmination of <laughs> urban legends reddit 4chan threads all kinds of creepy shit that comes from all over the internet and people just Let literally engage in it and share it and there's even like this thing that's like I think it's called SPC where they make up like actual fake monsters and characters that they talk about yeah look creepypasta where they talk about like it's real and it's like I just think it's so interesting and I really love like scary shit and the other stuff that I used to look at wasn't doing it for me Girl, so I, I just fell in a hole I fell in a hole of all of this stuff Yo, and I like get high I'm not even gonna lie I said I was gonna start doing some more reading I'm obsessed this this, oh. I'm obsessed with oh. it it's so fun but it's very scary do not watch it at night I'm gonna like, be real yeah. with you reading Wait, th- scary stuff yeah. is actually worse for me the than videos watching. are worse Wait, yeah. because videos there's videos like too. reenactments no, on youtube sometimes like, and then like it. how they set it up I and how like pasta sex yeah <laughs> let's make it re- relatable <laughs> i've never oh, you heard thought, you thought it was gonna come up stretching that really comes up wow so real quick i want to read what it says i'm into bdsm Ooh, sorry bon- go ahead it says i'm into bdsm bondage shit like that some people might find that weird but i'm sure those people are into things others might find strange so let's not judge i mentioned this because it's important to what happened it gives you an idea and of and it re- says read more yeah and then you just get into it and you're like oh, oh this Jesus. is wild it's oh, like you Jesus. read it and i don't know what the hell that it's is it's a pop-up you it's like you read it and this then like, like it's, it's gonna like give me a, true story. Oh, it's, it's, and it actually Hold gives on, you the reading up. time too i'm trying to skim it I'm dead that they're I like getting into the creepypasta now and it's this way. Scroll up more. <laughs> well, it says it's seven minutes of reading. I don't want to get into seven yeah. minutes of reading. But definitely check out Maybe we'll do this for a Patreon episode. I love that. Maybe we'll do this for a Patreon episode. That's good. I should do a creepypasta episode. Hey, look yeah. at you giving us content. All right. Yeah. Well, I think, um, so I'm not, 
Yeah, I don't want to put him too much on the screen. We yeah. know what that motherfucker is. Um, I don't think that I could suck out the demons of you through your semen, mm -hmm. but I do be snatching souls. I mean, that's... I, you maybe know, he thought that's, that's what... That's what he thought. Yeah. So, like, I think demons are real because... Not demons, but... And this also could be manifesting, too. Like, I've met people that I feel like are not just clairvoyant, but have a lot of power in making something happen. Mm -hmm. um, for example, like... My friend and I were talking about this. Shout out to Layla. She's actually been on a Patreon episode of ours. Mm -hmm. She's like, I know how strong my manifestation is because I've watched it happen. She's like, my man was uh, teasing me about always getting sick. And she's like, and I was so irritated and so strong-willed. And mm -hmm. I was like, you are absolutely going to get sick. Watch. I know it. You're going to get sick. No. It's going to fucking happen, nigga. And she's like, on some teasing shit. She's like, two days later, it happened. She maybe said, he got sick from being around her sick ass. I mean, <laughs> <Right>. but <laughs> they've been together for years and he never got sick. What? And she's like, I was wishing it on him. I was so annoyed with him. She was like, you could absolutely put that shit on somebody. Yeah. I, I want to ask you, because we had um, Amelia Ortiz on here uh -huh. and she talked about you know the spirit like just things with energy and manifesting as well with crystals and ropes yeah. do you believe in in those things and bringing them into the bedroom or if they can affect your love life at all I feel like this year I've been more learning more about that because one of the many friends I've had throw an event at House Yes um, talked about uh, not only blood magic but sex magic and so they talked about yes. sex magic through uh, masturbation but also sex magic through like uh like partner simulation and oh, orgasm. Oh, wow. So, like, I'm looking more into that right now, but I do feel like that's something that actually does occur because when you think about it, there's so much, like, you know what an orgasm feels like, right? It's, like, really good. So just imagine that power being harnessed and at that moment where you're like, oh, I'm about to, like, you're not thinking about anything else if you just, like, manifest or think about or visualize something you want to happen. People are saying that when you get to that height, if you do that, it helps manifest situations and circumstances that you want. And I'm like... We have had three people on that have talked about that. I'm curious yeah, to know I wanna, who you know. Like, I Kristen Solier, yeah. you know her? Witch is Sluts and Feminist? No. Weird white chick, but lit. Read her book <laughs> at the Blue Stockings uh, bookstore. Yeah. And she came on and she talks about black witches in her book, which actually that's when really I was like, ah, I don't call it. But she yeah. said like... You want love and you want red. You want money. Put that fucking green light on. Yeah. Amelia Ortiz um, has talked about that as well. And Liz Goldwyn more recently talked about sex magic. And I've tried it and I feel like it only works for me mm -hmm. when I'm completely invested in and wrapped in it and not teasing about it yeah. and or high. I have to be on some kind of psychedelic to actually connect in that way or else I start making it like a joke to but myself. But I feel like that might be part of the ritual, though, because we use drugs to do other things and, like, get into another plane of, like, either existence or thought when we want to actually be a part of something. Like, I don't think anybody just gets high just to get high. People actually it's, like to do stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, they like to create stuff. Brianda and, yeah. from Super Trip, she gave me some shrooms, was still too scared to ever take them, I never, never took them. Shrooms. And then shout out to our... Fans who did meet and greet in Boston. All they decided niggas gave us them drugs. niggas gave us pre-rolls, edibles. You know, they're really like, excited about the legal weed. Nigga, they just don't know what to do. They, just, they was just yeah. bringing it. It's so, real quick. I just I, found out. I smoked one of the pre-rolls oh, that they gave us. Oh, I, I gave them one of the, the, the pre-rolls. Okay. Uh, well, I smoked one of the pre-rolls last night. And the way my motherfucking heart was beating, it was some indica. I don't remember what the fuck it was called. I was just like, 
oh no, nah, nigga, I ain't smoking that shit no more. We like my head, I felt my heart beat in my forehead <laughs> while I was laying down. I think the I was shroom, like, I'm about to die. <laughs> the shroom is a different experience. Like yeah. you got to be really comfortable. I think with uh, hallucinogens too, like acid shrooms. I think the number one thing that I, someone told me that was great advice was like. If you have any dark place you could go right now, possibly don't do shrooms. Don't do shrooms. That's what everybody keeps telling me. That's why I haven't done it yet. That's why I ain't done it yet, bitch. Yeah. I know I'm happy, but no. there's some deep. De- I be bothered by something. I be watching I'm too just, much creepy pasta. I'm just not gonna do it. I'm just not gonna do it. I'm, I'm one of those people that's like a ghost could be here, but not really. And then like I'm like, a ghost oh, a demon could be here. Yeah, and I think that demons are scarier than ghosts because they're not human. They were never human. So therefore, like that's malevolent forces right there. So therefore, why would I want to get high? And I'm thinking about all this creepy pasta so, shit. I don't know if you guys have ever met a ghost, but I was <laughs> no. Like, I I was with Vinny at a house in New Orleans. I don't know Orleans. if y'all ever met a ghost. <laughs> yes, I, but I have a story to tell y'all. But about this ghost? No, I, I encountered bro. So really? we're in New Orleans, no, right? It's like this is years now. ago, maybe six years ago. And we're mm. in this creepy ass house, and we were making jokes about how someone died there. Now, not only See, is that's New why Orleans, I saw that ghost, right? Oh no, this, <laughs> this ghost real bit. I know the lights turned off and shit. So mm. hold on. If you ever been to New Orleans, if you're a New Orleans listener, right? There's a lot of voodoo culture, um, a lot of spirits and things like that that are always talked about. And this house was very old, and there was this box. I want to say it was Latasha. And so Vinny opens the closet, and he said, that's the dead bitch clothes. I was like, yeah. Nah, bruh. Nah. So nope. we're joking around, but the house was fire. It's like six bedrooms, French Quarter, like old shit, right? We're with a bunch of friends. So we come home. Our house is the only house on the block where, still? Okay, so. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. We didn't know. He's he's listening to it. Okay. So, the house is the only house on the block that the electricity went off in. And I was like, what the fuck? Turns out it's just an outage in this one electrical box. Bro, we trying to go to sleep. Latasha is running nope. through the house. Nope. <laughs> I'm in the bed with one of my friends, right? Shout out to Donaldo. No. We're sleeping. He's like, bro. I was like, yo, it's out there, isn't it? And he was like, I mean, it's so late. What are we going to do? I was like, you know what? I could live with the ghost. Vinny comes upstairs, high as shit, talking about, babe, just relax. Just don't bother her. We're in her space. No. We're violating. If we just act like we're fine, she's going to be fine. I'm like, someone nah, get me a Xanax. Bruh. No. He legit made us sit there. He's like, yo, we called Airbnb. There was nothing else that weekend. We were fucked, right? Nah, bro. So I said, well, what are we going to do? And he was like, we have to let her know that we're here, establish our presence. We was Googling how to talk to a ghost. He's like, and let her know that we come in peace because, bitch, we've been talking shit all day. I was like, all right, fine. We get a candle. We're all in the fucking kitchen trying to let her know we're chill. Don't you know at 10 a.m. the lights turn back on? Randomly. Not by calling electricity. This was like 7 or 6. While we all went to sleep, woke up, it was on. I'm like, yo, Latasha, chill, bro. I'm cool. She was real. I'm just trying nah. to think about how y'all like explain that to Airbnb. Like, we need to move because it's haunted <laughs> yeah. in this bitch. Oh, like, I y'all just need to, like, complained about the electricity. Oh. And then I thought if I said ghost, they thought I would have been tripping. Yeah. And see, <laughs> I mean... It's crazy because me and my cousins, like, when we when we were growing up, like, my cousin, shout out to my cousin Jerry, he used to be into all that shit. So this nigga bought a Ouija board. No. So listen. No. We in That's his house. Good. We, no. we spent the night because my mama worked the weekends. So we at my cousin's house and he's... The shit moving. Now I know he was making that shit move. But bitch, we was talking to some spirit no. and we had a whole fucking Ouija board and we're all like, the lights look. 
We used to do the this shit. Go, listen, yes, but I don't know if he just set that shit up. My cousin Jerry used to be into all this shit. No, and I we literally had a Ouija board. And mind you, this was the time. Y'all know if y'all been listening to the podcast, I used to be into Charmed like crazy. So like, I was into all that shit. We was like calling into succubuses and all that shit. And I was like, oh, bitch. We letting the demons into our lives by bringing them through this Ouija board. Because you bring them from like, the other realm under they in the Ouija another board dimension. and people don't know yeah, how to put, and people don't know how to like cut that connection either they'll be freaked out by the Ouija board and they'll just like throw it away or something and the spirits will still be there and listen as an adult now yeah. fuck that the Ouija board they'll these do what and they're there what'd you say so like when people like start freaking out when yeah. the board starts the to board move and move. shit start happening they like will like be like nah like we're not doing this and they don't know how to close the portal so the thing yeah. will still be there you know what this remind me of yeah. devil dick yeah. hey yeah. you scared dog listen where did I go this Spooky I shit. thought I'm we were gonna talk about big bitch revolution. I'm sorry, motherfucker. I'm a spooky big bitch. I'm sorry. I bring that everywhere Yo, with me. No I'm bullshit sorry. though. When, when that shit is real, people know it's real. Yeah. I called my homegirl, Amelia. I just, we just brought up Amelia Ortiz, and I was like, "Yo." I, when I was depressed, I was like, "I'm not feeling too good right now," and I, I don't know what's going on, and I just kind of feel like there's this like target on my back. I can feel this weight, and she's like, "No." Like, not even like I'm saying anything crazy. Yep, absolutely. And maybe somebody put it on you. Um, <laughs> yeah. She was like, I, I can tell you how to break it, how to cut those cords, how to cleanse yourself. I was like, yo, can you recommend me somebody? I'm freaking out. And she, like, with no... Because I'm making, not a joke, but like, yo, I feel like blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, probably. How do you close the portal of that? So so I, I'm asking this, so I'm asking this not for the Ouija board, but I feel like I Devil no Dick idea. does the same. Devil so Dick. I cut <gasps> I That's cut, very important. So I cut 24-7 off. <laughs> Me and him no longer fuck. Yeah. And since then, I've had niggas who can't stay hard in condoms. They just like mean. I've had I've been trying to find other like just casual sex partners. And literally, since I've cut him off, it's been three niggas. Sorry. And I don't know if it's because them niggas just don't want to fuck with a condom. I don't know if it's the liquor. Close I don't know. Portal. In my mind, it's fucking like, no, 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 Three niggas since cutting this nigga off in October. It niggas happens. don't stay hard in condoms. No. Nigga, then I hopped, I told y'all, maybe in another episode, Patreon, I don't know. Oh. A nigga paid $1,100 yeah. to fly me to Denver for 12 hours just to get dick, and I was gonna go. Nigga, I got stuck on the runway for three hours. When I tell you I've been trying to get dick from niggas, and since I cut that nigga off, I have not been able to fuck. So how we close the portal on Devil theory, Dick, bro? I don't, I don't know, know if you want to hear it. I know, what's the theory, bitch? Okay. What's the theory, bitch? So we didn't cut the portal I don't know if you've ever heard our show, but Mandy be talking about how she fucked married niggas. And I got oh. a theory. Here we go with the bullshit. Oh. I'm serious, no, bitch. Oh. I got a theory that someone prayed just like J.R. Smith's wife prayed. I saw that. Somebody prayed in their what? what Somebody crazy in they front seat. Curse coochie, bro. I ain't got no curse coochie. You know what? Because the married nigga's still in my phone. So. It don't matter though, but you ain't getting dick. Because all the dick in the world. Bro, all the dick in the world. This is you true, know this bro. nigga, this nigga been my friend for and I was like, you know what, we ain't fucking. I know I don't be fucking friends, but I want dick, so let's fuck. and I couldn't even get on. Dude, do any fuck? of your uh married Sometimes guys you talk to have Spanish the wives? Because they definitely do. I don't something. even know these niggas' wives. I don't know the name, how many kids they got. We if don't they talk Latina, about it. it probably is definitely real. Them or bitches, Haitian. Listen, God do damn, not I need get yeah. Latina bitches off your side. They'll dog. find you. They will. Damn. And them bitches was like full court who? 
I need to close the goddamn portal for the devil dick. I feel like that's what I'm trying to do too because what I talked about on my Instagram when I called that dude out was oh, like, shit. I was like, oh, this is a musician. He has like, this is the best dick I've had like in months, like all year. Like if I had like a little Shout Spotify. Shout out to Susan months because bitches be yes. like years my whole life. She was like, like months. Yeah. But like, I broke the it was kind of like a Spotify playlist. If you like think about your dick, like your little plays of the year, Spotify, end of the year wrap up. Like I probably had Four decent dick yeah. appointments, but then like when I have one that was like your Spotify wrap up, yes, it happened for a month. Like your Spotify wrap up, like for a month, like it was solid, just like demon dick the entire time. Now, like he would demon come dick, over. What is demon dick to demon you? Demon dick. I honestly think that after years of joking about this, I manifested him. And so every time you say your friend's name, I keep having flashbacks about him because those names are so similar. But I'm not gonna name his name. Um, but like what ended up happening was Shit. he was always like on time to my place. He would always show up and like I knew that, that was a bad idea, but like it wasn't like I would try to get past like the unpleasantries so we could fuck and that's what happened. So I was stuck in that spot where I literally wouldn't go anywhere afterwards. I would plan my whole day around it. And then like Me he, too, was able, he was able to like get away with certain things because I was just like, well, he's bringing dick. Great dick. Like, it's great dick. And, like, he's bringing it, like, regularly and consistency. Like, consistently. And so, like, after, like, I had to kick him out of my apartment, he thought that I was kidding because I was literally, like, I was letting so much shit slide. And then he said something that was very, that was the last straw. Wow. And I kicked him out. What did he say? Okay. He said that him, he said that me not being able to finish that time was not his fault because larger people take longer to orgasm. Oh, bitch. Excuse me, say what? He said yeah. what? He said that me not finishing, like me not having an orgasm was not his fault because larger people take longer to orgasm. Now, bitch. Oh, no, bitch. That and nigga, would, he would have got sliced. In my life, I've never, Let's ever, put a spell on that nigga. Like, he open said, the portal talk back about up. Spells, Wait, talk but about I'm spells. trying to close that portal right now because now I'm bitch, like fiending. I'm just like, do? oh, I can't, I can't yeah, text crazy. him. Don't text him. Don't now, text I'm, him. I, this is what I got to know. Yeah. You are very loud and proud about when you don't appreciate shit or whatever. I am. Did you like almost, could you almost not talk? Nigga, I would have, what? No, it was just like, it was weird because the way that I explained it to my friends the whole way, I would tell them the stuff he did. How and long were like, y'all sleeping with each other? A month. A whole month of just like me seeing him more than I saw my friends. Like, because that's all we did. And so like, what ended up happening he was. He said what? I, yes. I have never. But like, every time he would say something, it was worse than the last thing he said. And my body was like, I was having visceral reactions to it, but I'd be like, is this the time you're gonna kick him out, Ashley? Is this the time the dick's not gonna be enough? Is this the time you're gonna be like, niggas this are is over? trash. Wow. trash. You know, and like, I know this is 2020 episode, yeah. but y'all ain't learned shit. They still have it. He's 31 years old. This Girl, is how that he don't mean shit. This is how he lives right. his life. So like, I was like, why didn't I say anything when he showed me that he had only $11 in his account? Why didn't I say anything Ooh, when he bitch. was like, he yes. was a broke nigga too? That's why I told you I manifested no, that because I would real always good. joke about I like, know oh, it was good. that's all he had. So that's he was trying to move him. in. Yeah, so that's why I said like, oh, like, when I would actually mention hanging out with other men, he was like, or talking to other men, he got self-conscious because he knew that's all he had was just a dick. So if somebody else's dick is coming in, he's like, oh, I don't understand. It's like, we're not together. Or this is not exclusive. But he <sighs> has said things that I felt were worse about it. He's made rape jokes. He's made other things. He said other yeah. things. Um, he ruined my first viewing of Superfly. So, like, it was just so much going on. And that final thing was like, you know what? He has to leave. He has to. He, 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 he told did. me that. That movie nothing. is amazing. That it movie is. is amazing. I was like, why is it just now taking me this I'm long to really watch it? I'm really sitting here with my mouth open. Yeah. And the reason being is because I want to use you as an example 
for strong women <laughs> that people can't believe get heartbroken. People you still can don't believe that. People, you can truly, niggas will really fuck a person up. Yeah. Who would think that you could, after all everything you preach, it's like, this is really how men get in your fucking brain, That's why I dog. talked about it, because I was like, I was so embarrassed by it, but I was like, nah, first of all, he has a music career he's trying to promote. I'm going to, I'm going to, like, that's going to be over. Um, <laughs> he also has ties to Zoe Kravitz, so I was like, that's definitely going to be over, because she's about to be our Catwoman, whether or not it's going to be good. Why the fuck are you speaking about her? And then on top of that, I wanted people to know that even if I am somebody that talks out about what I want, how this platform or whatever, or this perceived amount of, like, confidence, this still happens to me, too. So it doesn't matter, like, where you're at in life or, like, where you think you need to be. Niggas really ain't shit. But and it's not so, only like, niggas, I would say it's people. Like, even with this this platform. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. We, we, we talk I about... I feel triggered. We, the following is a high-five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high-five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. HighFiveCasino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. Father's Day is coming. A day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us. To crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off. No dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. But the Bartesian cocktail maker, it's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all natural bitters, so dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So, for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. We, 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 you know, we come on this platform, we're almost three years in, yeah. and there's even still some, um, I went on a, a podcast, it may have been um, actually Tahoe's or, you know, and we openly talk about claiming the, the slut title and the whore title yeah. and all these things, but even to be introduced as a hoe. Yeah, like people don't like that. No, and yeah. I'm more, like, don't demean me because that's a word for men to, to demean me. So when a yeah. man says it, yeah, I, I just feel a way, but it's crazy because at the same time, I am on this platform yeah also even with weight like i've had i've had people you know talk about my weight and certain things and i've I've discussed my journey but the same way he said you know well it takes longer for you to come because of your size and i've had niggas who have like well can i fuck you before you lose the weight wow like yeah and said things like that and it's just like you do come off really strong so to know that someone mentioning something about your weight has an effect on you 
I, I, I commend you for it being got open him enough. Get out of my apartment. Like, I, yeah. I love kicking but people put, out of my apartment. Bitch, so I'm, I'm like, blocking people. You have to get out. Get out. You have to leave. I was like, you need to leave. And I even, like, had this whole, it was like this whole fucking, like, Angela Bassett monologue because I was so I'm telling you like we had just got done having sex and I'm just now wrapping my head around the fact that like oh he really not only came on my ass but like I didn't come and then he sat there putting on his shoes talking about it's not my problem so I'm like still lit and, I, and I'm like sitting up in the bed and I think that my subconscious was like actually this is it this is the this is it so it was like I was like you know what I was wondering how long it would take and what would be like the the final thing to get me to kick you out of my apartment and never see you again. And that was it. And that was it. 100%. And I was just like, how fucking dare you? You have nothing. You literally have nothing. And like the fact that this is what it took for me to kick you out. I was like, I, you know, I'm embarrassed, but I was like, you have to leave. I don't want to see you again. Do not contact me. Do not come to my apartment anymore. He thought I was kidding. So he tried to kiss me before he left. And I said, please leave. Do not come back. He called me and proceeded to harass me from that Thursday all the way to that Monday. Texting me, let's fuck. Are you really that mad? Are we breaking up? Oh, all I said was this. He doubled down. All I said is that this is what oh, why it takes down fat people worst. too long to come and like it's not it's science it's not me that's why they have terrible that's periods. why I believe in science bitch yeah, told you fuck that shit no he's right, this is a, he don't know science he don't know science can I ask you a like, question bruh. can I ask you a question you're yeah. 29 yeah. this happened recently yeah. has any other man in your life ever um, said anything regarding sex and your weight Almost or definitely. your weight and your attractiveness to them um, and can you share some of those things that Almost were said? Almost definitely. That happens like especially since now we're using like online apps and stuff and then sometimes in person I successfully picked somebody up in person at the beginning of this year so that's why I thought I was like oh okay I can do this but then like I mean but face I mean it happens but then like when he like when I would uh, get approached by people on dating apps or even not even that because that seems to be an issue in itself. When I talk to people, they kind of expect me to put in the work. So therefore, I've heard it shouldn't take all of this to fuck you. You're a fat girl. What? Um, This one guy actually yesterday told me he read my OkCupid profile and it was like, I don't want to be an experiment. Don't talk to me if you're not used to dating women like me. And he was like, I don't see you as an experiment. I like have, I have, he said, I have other big black girls. That's what he said. He was white? He's white. Um, and actually what was funny is that the guy that I like exercised from my home, the dick demon, um, he had me in his phone as big black girl. And I saw you it. You saw it? He's not black. I saw it when he like screenshotted me when he was trying to like tell me that I said something oh, I didn't. Bitch. I was like, Am big I really black your girl phone was your name. Big black girl. And so like, no, I have bro. so many feelings they, that they I feel like I need to get like, out. And they I don't think the that they have to speak to me respectfully because it shouldn't be all of that to fuck me. That's what they this usually is try. Why That's we, what they it's say. funny. Mandy and I had a conversation, and I think yeah. it's because she doesn't fuck white dudes. Yeah, I do from time to time, right? And. I'm always like, I hate the word BBC. And she's like, I don't know what the big deal is. And now I'm kind of, it's hitting me a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's because if I hear that word, yeah. I've never heard a nigga, like I've never you heard a black black com. You feel like yeah. white men are saying it, like white men are saying the color. I just have a few things to say about this nigga that really trips me out. We got to get off of it because fuck him. I was on IG Live the other day where mm -hmm. this dude was like trying to troll me that had no picture. Yeah. And I was like, it's always these poor niggas. And someone said, stop trying to weaponize the word poor. And I said, I'll tell you why I need to. Because it's facts. 
having eleven dollars left <laughs> is poor as fuck. And nigga, you have the nerve to bring you and your dusty dick over here and tell me niggas would pay to fuck me. This is true. And I worked in a dungeon where me? niggas literally put my toes in their mouth and paid me for that. So it's just like, why do you think that you're better than me and you only have $11? It's poor niggas, I'm telling you. And then like on top of that, what he would do, he, um, oh yeah, he also tried to get on me because he found my Instagram and he was like, body positivity, I thought that it was like, all right, but now people are just thinking it's okay to have heart attacks and like, I just feel like you're playing a game. Like, don't get me wrong, I you're saw that paid. Jillian Michaels recently said that. Let, let's yeah. talk about that. So the horrible decision for this week is, can I say the word fat? I of never course. thought that I could. A big old fat dick. I thought <laughs> shit. I thought fat was like a bad <laughs> word for me to say. I yeah. thought you use other verbiage like mm -hmm. do big See, I can't even say. Do fat people not like the word being called fat? And like can you explain just the journey of fat mm -hmm. if you've always appreciated that word if you've used other things like yeah. I think it depends because there was a pivotal moment for me in college where they had the um, Love Your Body Week where I first, that was the first time I ever saw a woman that was bigger than me in her underwear in public. So it was like a demonstration on campus where everybody made signs and stuff. It was a part of like a different organization, like different organization on campus where they would all go out in their underwear with signs and like basically tell people that they look amazing and like that they should love their bodies and stuff like that. And I was like, this is amazing so i went out there and i like took off my top and like i had my bra on but i was just like this is cool like and i met a lot of different people that way and throughout trying to understand more about that and then becoming a like officer in the feminist organization on campus and doing a lot of unpacking because that's what it required i became okay with the word fat because it's what i felt physically described me and up until that point, I would hear it and it would feel literally like somebody was like poking me with needles. And that's, that's not like a Because when I claim. feel like I hear the word, yeah. it's like, uh, I don't want to use the word slur. It's like, it's used to demean. It's fat. used to demean, but it's weird because when it is used to demean, it's used by people that don't think that these people think or know that they're fat. So it's like, I'm going to remind right. you that you're a fat bitch. And right. so that's why my friend, like, that shit is she made weird. a shirt that said fat bitch. And like, you have all these women that are fat wearing their shirt that says fat bitch because that's been reclaimed as like, okay, that's that's a fact because I am a fat bitch. We're not getting around the that The same fact. way we're reclaiming whore and yeah. slut and all these but terms. But it's just down. like, yeah. if it's yeah. used in a way that's meant to demean, then people can see through it. So I think it depends. It's on a case-by-case -case basis. It's kind of like with black people that swear nobody should say nigga. And then you have some black people who are like, you shouldn't say that around me. Like, or you can't say it around me. It's a case-by-case. -case. Would I go around and call everybody fat if I wasn't fat? No. Because so I'd be like... You might not be okay with that, but as somebody that is fat, reclaiming your own word, reclaiming that word is very, it's been a very big step in being okay with my fatness. Because honestly, if you're somebody that struggles with that word still, that means that you're still feeling the negative connotations of it, and you might not be able to accept the fact that you're. Well, fat. I, I did, and um, we actually on our Patreon episode, shout out to um, oh, Naima. Well, Mindy had VSG, by the way. Yeah, I know you heard her say my yeah, journey. I had the, so I had the gastric sleeve. Mm -hmm. Um, so I went from 230 pounds. Mind you, I'm five foot one. Mm -hmm. So I went from 230 pounds, and I I varied depending on my cycle, the time of the month between 150 yeah. and once. 157-ish. Um, and so we had the conversation and I've been referred to as fluffy, chubby, yeah. nigga, specifically island men um, used to love to just rub on my stomach and my rolls and stuff like that. And that always made me uncomfortable. Does that make you uncomfortable? No. I hated it. I, I want to know. It not happen enough. I think that's weird because oh, they try to pretend like it. the rest of you is not there. So, 
Because I have to yeah, you I say hated she hated it. One I hated of my it. friends who's big yeah. always says she loved it. Because it, it makes you feel more present. So, like, you can kind of tell. I think it might be coming from a point where you're like, I feel like I'm being fetishized. That's where so I come there's a from. Thing. So, yes. there's a thing. If it's yes. like, you can always tell when you're being fetishized during a sexual situation. You can. When they only focus on, like, certain parts of your body and talking about your body in a very fetishy way. Like, I can. How do men celebrate your size without making. Body worship. I feel like the kind of body worship because that I that go through. Because that to me is body worship. No, it's no. different. It's different from you massaging my body or you being a lover who is just like, I love you any size. All my like hoes and shit, they're, mind you, I've been fucking them for 10 years, six yeah. years, seven years. So they've been with me throughout all of my weight gains and losses. And they're just like, I'm, I love you at either size. Yeah. But when I was at my biggest, it would be niggas that were just laying and they're just going like, yeah. you know, squeeze your stomach. Yeah. You're not worshiping my body. You're yeah. literally grabbing so and you're touching. So I don't like, like that. Yeah. You, 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 you get what definitely I'm saying. Definitely rubbing, it. like not focusing just on that particular way. Yeah. I, that makes sense. Because like the guy that I had to kick out, like he, there's like a place in between my tummy and where my fupa is that he, I never had anybody like, be like, I like that place, and he would kiss it, and I'm like, oh, that feels really nice. Kissing it, that's cute. Like, but if it's like, if they're doing this thing where they like grab your arms and then they grab, and they, they grab like, your thighs, your grab, stomach, you're I like, hate. It. What are you doing? And that's uncomfortable. And you can, and, and you can tell. And, and, and to be fair, tell. I've never had a nigga grab my arms. We, but we we could we could we could portray like, ourselves. Oh, that shit is really yeah. And, as someone who's dealt with not only fat phobia, of course, even with my loss of jokes, y'all have listened to Brilliant Idiots, Charlemagne, Mouse. So many people have come to me with still the fat jokes. Like, oh, now that I've lost all the weight, mm-hmm. now they can say all the fat jokes to my face type yeah. of thing. And so to 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 go through that, but also to have men, I've been like a nigga has paid me. And of course, I I text him, but literally because he said, I want to see if I can just fuck someone your size, if I can last. He didn't last, but he gave me money mm-hmm. just because he was like, I've never fucked anyone your size. And I, you look like fun. And I think that's weird. Because it's, because it's weird because it's already they're coming out the gate othering you instead of appreciating you and that's yeah. how a lot of men like that's how they talk to me online you look like you're fun some of the first messages I've gotten do you suck dick you look like you know how to suck dick very well because, because you eat what? why because they say that bro because, because that's we're, what we're regulating you're just girls. putting shit in our mouth I am very insecure about big girls fucking sucking my niggas dick off dog no but like how that's, does everybody no, say this but shit but that's because that's what they say and it's not it's I personally don't think it's something I don't that celebrate that me because it's not coming from a good And big girls be place. saying like, oh, you know, I could da 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 Because that's what they're holding on to when it yeah. comes to being desirable. I can do something for you. That's what makes me desirable. And that's not okay because that's some of the first mm. ways that we're introduced like, to is, desirability. We're not yeah. given desirability. So a lot of like fat women are using their them, sex for... Not even just that. When you talk to them about how they're being socialized and romantically socialized as to how they're supposed to appeal to the other sex, basically, because that's we're not being taught like that it's okay. At that time, we weren't being taught it's okay to be with somebody that's not a man as a woman. And so therefore, our socialization came in the way of like, you have to be able to provide something for everybody to have them want to be around you when it comes to like other, like the opposite sex and your grade. You have to be able to give them something. And because they don't find your body that desirable, you have to be able to use something. Overcompensate. You have to overcompensate. And so that's why it's weird because no, because everybody... Like with the Jill Scott thing, that's why I was so cringed out about it because it's like Same. everybody came out the woodwork. I can suck dick. I can do it. It's like, yeah, because you feel like that's the only way to gain desirability in your current body. And that's how we were taught to gain desirability in our bodies. And yeah, it's really yeah. fucked up because we enjoy sex too. And I would love to be able to be like somebody that's like, yeah, I love sucking dick, da 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 da, da. But it's always going to be yep. taken as like a, oh, this because is Because you, you eat, you could eat dick. Or no. because like how I used to get on OkCupid, okay like, 
is is it is it true that big girls uh, appreciate sex more because they don't get it enough? Is Which it is true, yeah. That big girls suck dick better because they don't have sex a lot. Nobody Bro, wants to fuck wild, them. That's a wild like. It's yeah. wild, but it happens, and so that's Absolutely. like what is usually most of the conversation is all these dumbass questions about fat girl sexuality that they obviously exist for some reason. Somebody, it's obviously like a very much consensus around like men that want to have sex with fat women but don't know how to talk to and them and they won't open out they, 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 they also won't be open on social media to admit that these are the type of women they preference oh, yeah. like they'll date like and, and so I'll, I, like I've dealt with men even in my bigger size that will publicly be with my Victoria's Secret models and go out and claim these small girls and be like oh my god but I have so many to, friends like, yeah. that have that. Yeah. Like even the niggas they with will be like he only he only reposts thin women mm-hmm. and he like we've been together for like two years. Yeah, and I'm just like that's very strange. That's not I would what never, I look like. Right. Cause that because they would turn it into like oh that's just my social media. Why are you bugging? Especially when Tumblr was like really big and easier to reblog certain photos and stuff. It's easy to get caught up in that, but like also you seeing how your partner interacts in those ways. Why are they reposting people that look the complete opposite of you? But Ooh. then tell you. That no, like it's not that. That's interesting. That's very so interesting. What I find interesting about that is how, like, okay, I worked with someone at my last job who was maybe almost four hundred pounds, mm-hmm. skinny white dude. She dated, and she was never fucking short of a date. Right, always yeah. meeting people, and she was active. wasn't like not able to move around, and like would go to the doctor. And mm-hmm. oh, I asked her when Mandy had got VSG. Mm-hmm. I went to the hospital that day. I was like, oh, I wanted to ask you, like. Um, what do you know about it? Yeah. I was like, I'm on my way to go see my co-host, blah, blah, blah. She's like, well, I know that my doctor told me I was healthy and if yeah. I wanted to get it, I could and I chose not to. And she's like, and I sometimes feel like because I am bigger, people always wonder why I'm not getting it. Yeah. And she's like, and it really drives me nuts that like I can go to a health professional that tells me I'm okay and people still feel like that's the choice I could make. First of all, your friend's lucky because that's never the conversation it's or how not. it goes when you go to a doctor I was after 400 say, pounds. I was going like, to say, even when I was growing up like in middle school, now. Yeah. I was labeled obese. They go yeah. by the BMI scale. They, and yeah. even though I had thighs and hips and to me it was proportionate, I've always been told from when I was in maybe 12 years old, because I'm obese on this BMI scale that I risk high cholesterol. Yeah. I'm unhealthy. I have sleep apnea. And they say the scale that was created in the Middle Ages that only was for shorter people in a certain region of the fucking country. I mean, I'm sorry of the like of the world and was used to keep track of that population's like uh, health status is still being used today. I, to I, I wouldn't even deny. I, yeah. I wouldn't even I go mean, as far to say that I, honestly, the BMI because, is weird. Well, not yeah. not only BMI. Because I've gone through this whole procedure of losing weight and have two friends that have done VSG, well, three friends who've done VSG, one who did VSG and the gastric uh, gastric bypass, Mm -hmm. I know that as someone who's been considered obese for pretty much majority of my life, there's no way at 400 pounds a doctor is saying, oh, well, you're healthy. You don't really need it. Yeah, because they don't care. They're like, they're they're a doctor, which I still think is weird when they do speak to fat patients. She's tall, too. They do. They're not thinking of like, a, oh, you're fine. They're thinking of like preventative measures preventative for yep. whatever like insurance, whatever the fuck. So like right. they're usually more in like a you can come in there and not even be seeking anything that's weight related. Like when mm-hmm. I went to a doctor, I want to say last summer and I was like, oh, it's like a, a, you know, public doctors like through the community or whatever. I went in there. 
um, for like a blood test because I needed to like get tested and stuff. And this woman literally was like, okay, well, obviously we need to sign you up um, for a gynecologist visit and then a nutritionist visit. And I no, was like, what? I'm so serious. I never went back. I still get emails and phone calls from it to this day. My, my first <laughs> ENT, I had t- tubes put into my ears because I have very bad sinuses. Yeah. I talked about it on the show. So I went in there for my tube. Um, both of my ears got infected. So they had to drain it and then put the tubes. Mm-hmm. And mind you, he's an ENT. Yeah. He goes to ask me if I have snoring problems. And I'm like... Oh, he's going to say you have sleep apnea because you're fat. So but that's no, but literally... That, but that is a thing, isn't that's it? Literally a lot of people that are well, not fat have sleep apnea. Right. It doesn't... Yeah. Right. But they, they can't say do with that weight, weight loss can help. You said you stopped snoring. Um, well, the people around me, yeah, I have. Yeah. But I, I mean, I was able to sleep. The, the sleep apnea is that you can have shortness of breath. Mm-hmm. So it's not even really the snoring, but it's more so that when you're sleeping, if you're big, if, if you have, if you're large yeah. in size, that it... While you're sleeping, you could miss a breath and you could probably die. Like, so you here's the interesting breathing. thing, right? Because yeah. the sleep apnea thing, if it was true, or the snoring, and you stopped when you got your VSG, you mentioned that. How do, like, doctors, in essence, figure out if they can help you and how do you want them to speak to you, I would ask. I don't know. Because, because the nutritionist thing, I think, is too far. But the sleep she apnea actually, thing, I think, is... Yeah, the skinny people can even, have sleep yeah. apnea. The thing that went even further, though, is thing. that she didn't even make the the appointment for the gynecologist, but she made sure to make that appointment for the nutritionist. She was like, oh, I can't really do anything for, That's the, for the gynecologist because she's not here today. Because it was like after a certain time, like, oh, but the nutritionist is? So you made you went out of your way to make the, the doctor's appointment for the nutritionist. It is okay. wild because, like, I'm looking at you and I'm like, uh, and here's another thing that's, like, I really want to talk about is, like, oh, how could they say that? She's not that big. Because the what thing is, is that it, big and who defines fat? Because in my opinion, I've been seeing fat phobia and I'm like, Think it's, I think it's real. Yeah. But then I also am confused because I'm like, I saw some girl like, you ain't that big to the girl that was big. And I'm I like, I just think it's weird. What is it? Tell I us just what think it it's is. weird because there's this, it's what a lot of like fat women currently deal with in our community mm-hmm. of like, well, I'm not that big or I'm not that far gone or I haven't let myself go that bad. So there's some redeemable quality. I used to me. hate when people refer that. Yeah. To me. And so I when it's that. like, so when we kind of wrap up the conversations in that, it's not about like, oh, that being fat doesn't come with health issues because everybody that says and claims that. And just that's the blanket statement and leave it alone. I feel like there's some element of truth to it. I'm not stupid. But to make that the cornerstone of whether or not I deserve respect as a human being is the issue. Agreed. So if it's like, oh, you look like you have diabetes. So that makes me less of a person because you think that I have diabetes. Why do I have to like bring a clean bill of health to be told whether or not I'm able to be treated like a person? Especially when it comes to like people asking about like your medical records and like as a fat person feeling like you have to offer up that kind of information to kind of okay she's clear she doesn't she doesn't have hypertension guys like we can be nice to her now like that's weird like mm-hmm. why are we all asking people this around the fucking board because we don't and I don't like I don't no, ask don't. I don't even ask people that are sick like oh when's the last time da, 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 because that's not how we're gauging how to respect other people so I think that's like really interesting especially when it comes to dealing with health and people talking about health that most of the time that's where they're deriving whether or not they respect somebody from a health conscious point of view. But you're not doing that to smaller people that might have chronic illnesses, that might have like diseases that they're dealing with that they might even be born with or, you know, acquired later in life that people might think stereotypically are for larger bodies. So it's just like outside of health though, how you're talking about respect, it's also the value. Yeah. When I, when I was bigger, um, I felt like people (laughs) thought, 
I should be happy that anybody wanted to have sex with and me. And that's how they talk to anyone, you online. They talk to that's you online. That's kind of wild. That's, that's, and, and, that's, really and that's how like, I felt yeah. in, in dating. And but even you, you, you receive that from women and men. Yeah. Because I remember I was I was dating this this football player. Yeah. Um, and one of the girls knew when I got you know knew that I was with him in Indiana. Da 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 da. And he was like, "It's so funny to me how bothered she is that I deal with you." He'll and be she so hopped, bothered. So mad. So, and so she hopped in my DMs. What does she look like? Uh, got her body done, girl from Miami. Got her body um, done. And she had, like, you know, the small waist, big ass. Her whole body was done. Main one um, be pressed. And she, and he he laughed. He was like, yo, she's known other girls I fucked with, and I don't know why it's you, but you bother her so much. So she hit, slid in my DMs and literally trashed me because of my size, my weight. And, like, I don't know why he would want you if yeah. he's fucking me and all of this. Yeah. And so even as women, Thanks women would come to me mark. and be yeah. like, how yeah. dare you fuck her yeah. when you're fucking me and yeah. I look like this. Yeah. So you get you get it from the the other women and the men because those are the ones that like to perpetuate that and then act like it doesn't exist when you say something about it. Like, right. what are you talking about? Fat phobia doesn't exist. Don't get me wrong. I've like, seen God, men like, obviously my whole life, but be definitely I've terrible, seen women do it. I didn't. Women, women do it all the time. Women do it so much. They do it all the time because they're like because that's it's different, especially like which is sad because we're getting to be we're getting to twenty twenty, but like the fact that like that is still something that women internalize as Mm -hmm. I'm not as bad as this person and there's something missing from me because this person that I find desirable is not is also dealing with this other person that I find undesirable I have a question right when we're on this topic Um, I was googling fat phobia and like hot takes on it and I want to know this one and I've seen someone say it to Mandy actually Mm -hmm. and I I don't know if you responded or not but it was in our comments on her VSG episode Mm -hmm. someone said um uh, Noah, it was a big chick that wrote a blog saying, no, I'm not fat phobic because I'm fat and want to lose weight. Nah. Can we talk about that in confidence and what your opinion is on very quickly for you? Seriously, that it's, is something that people throw in your face when you lose that's weight all, that's all as a is. confident person. No, that's it's internalized it because you can still be fat phobic and be a fat person. That's how you could be anti-black and be a black person. Show can. When you want to separate yourself as far as possible from this community that you are very clearly a part of because of negativity that you feel is attached to them living the way that they exist. So, and I deal with it a lot. That's why I've, I've had to actually start unfollowing people that start that because I'm not against intentional weight loss. I think that conversation needs to be more nuanced than it is. But if we were You're having, not against it. I'm not against it, but I also think that if the right conversations surrounding fat phobia were happening before this super, like surprise intentional like weight loss, it wouldn't be this much of an issue because you have a lot of influencers that make their platforms, that make all their profit off of our community and never once bring up the existence of fat phobia. They just talk about, oh, I have this new dress from the new anthropology line because now they're size inclusive and it's really cool and it's the ugliest dress I've ever seen. But then they'll turn around and come back six months later and they've had a surgery to make themselves smaller and we're just not supposed to address it. You've made all your money off of this community by telling us how we should feel and how things are going for you. But see, that's the conversation where I'm interested. It's like... Just talk okay. about just talk about but why can't and what it is, and then like you be okay. So like a VSG, yeah. That, that's because to me, I feel like it's very unfair. To me, um, I did say there was maybe a, a false pretense of confidence, fully because what people were saying to me, as far as the woman in my DMs, as far as the men wanting to only have sex with me because it's I was like, a certain, oh, yeah. yeah but, you didn't feel like dealing with it no more, and, and I didn't. Yeah. Like, but also living in New York, it's the winter time. 
Boots don't go up my calves. Yeah. I'm not fitting jeans. Jackets and layers are not closing because of my weight. And so even yeah. though I have this confidence because I am who I am yeah. and I'm still bagging niggas, I'm still doing this. So how can I we have like there was intentional weight loss? How she's doing it right now. But, right, right, right. Right. Yeah. but you said that girl that posted it and then mm-hmm. got a surgery. Mm-hmm. You didn't like that. But then because she came out of nowhere and just expected us to just take that and not have any kind of conversation surrounding it. But we got to sit here and talk about all the different fashion overhaul she doing with the plus size like lingerie and we all know what that means everything is more nuanced than a lot of people in the plus size influencer industry want to act like it is it's always cause for a conversation because we're not allowed to have those conversations i've never had a conversation with another fat girl that has been as honest as the ones that i'm having now because it's always like well, maybe it's just, you know, I just have to go and run around the track and maybe things will change. But no one's discussing how things are supposed to change. Oh, I did slim fast. Yeah. I tried to change my diet. Right. What's the first time to you took to the a gym? diet? What's the first time you ever put on a diet or was on a diet? Oh, my God. In middle school. When I, I was eight when, when, years old. I was going to say, when my mom would take me, and mind you, my breasts started filling out yeah. quicker than they should have. I had hips. I had thighs. So these conversations, when I went to the doctor, yeah. my sister was smaller. I was being told I was obese yeah. at a very early age. And then, of course, when I got to adulthood, just moving to New York, going into college um, that freshman 15 yeah. turned into over the four years yeah. I gained 10 pounds a year I gained 50 pounds over four to five years yeah. and to reach 230 pounds at my peak mm-hmm. at five foot one it, it and that's why even though even though people are saying girl you're not a BBW anymore I've posted my before and after pics I've been yeah. very open about the procedure what it's caused as far as complications afterwards I talked about my acid reflux now that I yeah. have and it's super bad now yeah. and the things that I've had to change what I'm eating and so yes this girl did this weight loss and now mm-hmm. she's like flaunting around in lingerie like I'm smaller now but so let me like, get into yeah. but you're not owning but up to yeah. the but process but it's like the thing is you can be somebody that is in a larger body that is confident and you might either derive your confidence from somewhere else or you might feel good in your body at that time but at some point it doesn't mean that you're not dealing with the very negative effects of fat phobia yes. just like horror phobia we've talked about yeah, on this and, if you're, and if you're like very upfront and honest with your followers which I think they still owe to us because they're the ones that people are actually listening to and they have the reach be like, I just hey. think it's unfair yeah. and the reason I have brought that up is because I always found it unfair to say that someone can't love anybody they're in which is really why I liked what Lizzo said to Charlamagne when he was like you wouldn't look as good. She was like, oh, I would look good regardless. Which I didn't really, I didn't really like that that interview because he was so focused on the fact that she was She was like, fat. Not only just that, but like that she had lost a significant amount of weight. She was homeless. So why are you like focused on the weight that she lost during her homelessness? Yeah, she like during the, she used to be homeless and like she would like go to the like 24 hour fitness and shower in there and like she literally lost a lot of weight because she was homeless and he she was more she couldn't afford food yeah and he was stuck on how she looked when she lost the weight and I'm just like you're asking her about how much weight she lost and what she looked like and trying to compare that to how she looks now she was fucking homeless are you kidding so it's just like he's more focused on the weight loss than the fact that she didn't have no food to eat because she was homeless mm. I watched that entire episode because I was like okay all right, because all my friends were like, did you see it? Did you see it? I was like, nah. So I watched it. I honestly don't think they focused enough on her music. They focused a lot on her body. But then what I really found disrespectful was him focusing on her weight loss during her home. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High five. High five. 
High Five Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have supervision, enhanced hearing, extraordinary reflexes, to be, dare we say, superhuman? Well, Roku's new Pro Series TV can't do any of that for you. But with a 4K screen, side-firing speakers, and a blazing fast refresh rate, it'll sure feel like it. Elevate your entertainment using all your favorite apps like iHeart and play all your music, radio, and podcasts with the new Roku Pro Series. Your senses aren't better. Your TV is. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian. Premium cocktails on demand. I think people are obsessed with focusing on her body because we'll... Well, one thing I want to talk about that I know you're going to disagree with, mm-hmm. but I want to talk about like fat phobia trolling. One, if it's real, mm-hmm. how it opened everyone's eyes with Lizzo's shit. And Which I'm weird. I'm still like, it took that long to like show everybody that something that really be happening. Right. Like, and it's it, been yeah. happening. It, yeah. I mean, I think that it was more <laughs> like mainstream because it was so jarring. Yeah. But here's my main question for you, because I was teetering back and forth a lot on this. Mm-hmm. One, I didn't like the outfit. It's Two, okay not to like the outfit. The outfit right. was hideous. Two, I started getting confused in my head because I didn't like people's reactions. And then I was like, nah, I'm team Lizzo, fuck it. But then I was like, yo, am I really serious? Because I didn't like the outfit. It's, a, it's like, like Crystal said, it's okay to be in both camps at the same time because... I honestly think that was a terrible outfit. I'm not going to lie. I have t-shirt dresses. So when I saw the first photo, I'm like, oh, okay, she's in the t-shirt dress. If it was like a whole circle cut out. It's a whole circle. Circle And so like, I honestly feel like the outfit is terrible, but it is, the reaction to it is very much like something that needed to be called into question, whether or not her, like not the actual questions, like not the actual outfit's appropriateness as a whole, because I really feel like fuck them kids too. Because what the f- they watch porn on their phones. S- They've seen same a thing lot we worse said. shit. A few weeks ago, same They've thing we said. Yeah, but, 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 but then that. A, but then after this, she also twerked with her panties out in Chick Fil A. Like I, just, had, I did not see that. Girl, and I'm just, glad I did. It, it's just a lot. So to me, yeah. so um, so Jerome Tramiel was uh, our opener host yeah. to our show in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and he brought up the post. Of fat phobia. Yeah. I want to ask you because this is me and him went back and forth a little bit on it. Yeah. And even when we had our guests and we talked about Lizzo a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, this was Jerome, a conversation. By the way, is do you know who she's talking about? He's slim. Mm-hmm. So my question to you yeah. um, is: so to me, when people bring up these fat phobia problems that people are portraying, yeah. to me, I don't like someone 
to point out that it's fatphobic. Mind you, we brought up she could be asking for attention. The outfit is terrible. There's all these things. And so let me ask your opinion on people who decide to bring up fatphobia Mm -hmm. who have never experienced fatphobia. Yeah. Do you find it okay for them to kind of pledge, oh, y'all are all fatphobic, it's only because she's fat? No, because I think it's hollow. And if you're not willing to do the work to actually explain to people why it's fatphobic in terms of like the semantics and the language used around what's happening, right. as opposed to just jumping on this bandwagon that you think is it's politically that, correct. Th- and that's where like, I'm that's at. Where the hollow, that's where, that's where the hollowness is like, okay, but like... And I told because, him that. And that's why it turns other people off when you're trying to discuss what fatphobia is. Because like like I said, it's possible to think that outfit was terrible because it was. But also when you see the criticism surrounding the outfit, none of it really makes... Nobody wants to sense. see that is what they were saying. Yeah, but like it wasn't they weren't just... Saying that like, just nobody wants to see that it was like all of these things people were like literally cherry picking out of like what is appropriate to be shown they were talking about the seats being dirty they were talking about the children and I'm so like much. okay but like I'm I'm not even trying to be that person your children see a lot worse on a daily mm-hmm. basis so therefore a big black woman's ass is not going to corrupt your children the children thing I actually got really annoyed with because yeah. the cheerleaders which everybody, everybody's critique of it is like literally the cheerleaders are right there. The seat thing. Half I, naked. I get it. I agree. Half yeah. naked. Yeah. I think that the seat thing was also like a random thing to pull out. It was random because everybody wanted to have something to say that wasn't fat phobic. Or they wanted like to make it seem like it wasn't fat phobic. Yeah, they didn't so want to how do, right? So that situation, yeah. I didn't, I didn't read what he said. Um, so I can't really comment on it too like, much. Look at that. But I am curious to know, keep how do people, and this I guess could go in a box for white people, with their Black Lives Matter shit, mm-hmm. which gets super annoying sometimes. It can. How do skinny people then become allies, and especially with intersectional feminism, not celebrate bigger women's bodies and then be called like, you know, just using your verbiage, hollow. Like, he's not a woman, right? He's an LGBTQ advocate. It's, yeah. So it's like, okay, I'm all for women. I'm all for people. How do you keep in that box and 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 be with your activism and support people, but then not be called like it can't be opportunistic. Why are you yeah. wait till now to say something? She's yeah. been dealing with fat phobia mm. since her career started. Right. It wasn't just this. This so, might have been the like this might have been like the tipping point, but this is not. So you feel uh, that that's a, I think a good point to say. Yeah. So like using that as the catalyst. It to start can't the be performative, and I feel like a lot of people that. We're like, nah, this is fat phobic without willing to offer a follow up in terms of what fat phobia is and show examples of how she's been dealing with this for what the is it? entire fat phobia is a very negative set of attitudes, behaviors, okay. and societal like um beliefs about somebody that lives in a larger body that's not seen as socially acceptable. And that literally is a systemic issue to the point where it affects uh it so, affects insurance, health insurance, like everything. Being able to have your children with you. It, it affects how you shop. Deal. It affects how you shop. It affects your employment. It affects yeah, it how much does. you get paid. It affects everything. And people don't want to acknowledge that because it's still seen as something that you can change because it's not like being born with a leg or not being born you know, with like a skin disease or something. Like it's something that they're like, well, you should have more control over this. And it's also seen as a moral issue because with the Ten Commandments and people talking about how gluttony is mm-hmm. one of the well, seven not, deadly well, sins. Yeah, I'm sorry, one of the seven, yeah, deadly, seven sins, deadly sins. That's directly tied to morality. And, and so overfeeding yourself yeah, so that's, and things people like think that. that yep. The result of a larger body is overfeeding when they don't think about the fact that a lot of people are born. I've been fat since I was a child. This is not something that just happened when I went through a time in that my life. That was a conversation I had this morning yeah. with the dude I was dating, right? Like, um, I was writing out things I wanted to talk about with you. And I was like, you know, I know a lot of girls online that are bigger than me when I would post 
um, myself in lingerie and mm-hmm. I what my stomach wasn't all the plate flat and I would talk about a fupa. Yeah. They would get angry with me. Girls that are on my side would be like, oh yeah, I've got a muffin top today. It fluctuates. Da, 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 da. But girls that were significantly bigger than me were not fucking with me for it. I don't preach positivity because mm-hmm. it's not my uh, lane. Yeah. I don't need to. Yeah. Um, and it's just not something I connect with as much as I connect with feminism. Yeah. However, I am interested in knowing how you feel when, when and if a girl my size would say something like that yeah. and if you feel like we can because that conversation we had this conversation on the yeah. podcast and we we went back and forth yeah. I told her I, I told I, you I thought that I, ag- I agreed with you yeah I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't really so care go back for someone her size to even be doing the fupa or body positivity type post I don't do positivity type posts but I yeah. love my body so, well first of all I'm not body positive I don't like body positivity at the current state it yeah. is right now I think it's Same. very performative the people that need it the least are the people that benefit from it the most yep. and I honestly feel at this point it is now a marketing ploy, and we're going to move on to something else cloud next chasing. year. Yeah, but it's here's cloud another chasing. thing that exactly happens too. What it is. Yeah, cloud chasing for ad companies that are, however, there's a thing with that though, bro. There is. When I'm on the subway and now I see big girls in lingerie, are they cloud chasing me, or am, now we putting it is in it everybody's a, face? It and ad? is it better? Is it an, is it an ad of a company that's already made sizes for us, or is it new? Because or now is it it's new. The, it's the, it's a trend. Social but, pressure. So, so, yeah. th- but that's the thing where I'm like, okay, you got to take it. Like, I like seeing it, and I also understand how someone who can be bigger could say it's cloud chasing or it's bullshit. But so now what? They're not supposed to. Well, I can I can get that from like when answering the first question you asked. I think that when smaller women or like straight sized women, as they're usually called, are able to talk about their body in a way that um, kind of talks about what they feel are flaws or what they're uncomfortable with on their body, the language that they're using is something that they already um, attribute as negative that somebody else is already living with. Mm. So like if you're like, oh I have a fupa, oh I have muffin top, oh I have rolls, oh I feel fat. It's just like, I don't know if y'all talked about it in a way of like, there's a difference between feeling fat and being fat. Yes. And you're already attributing negativity to that that. word because you already know how fat people are treated. I really like that. Feeling fat and being fat. Because totally different in the beginning of the episode. Now, what I find interesting, I want to say one more time, Mm -hmm. I've never, ever, I do not do body positivity posts because that's not my lane. me neither. Don't like them. (laughs) You see, it's not on there. I do. (laughs) But I definitely always talk about FUPA because I have a really big fluctuate in my weight yeah. and oh, I've noticed that I've felt uncomfortable and which is why I wanted to take ownership of mm-hmm. it when the girls are talking about flaws that yeah. are straight sized women like you said yeah. do you feel like that is ownership of it or it's them brushing off criticism of what could be because how I don't think it's ownership I think it literally is them like, if you want to, I think it's a, because I don't believe in absolutism. I think it's like a whole spectrum of like how they feel fatness affects them. Because like I tell people, fat phobia affects everybody. The mm-hmm. people that are not fat are terrified of being fat. Yep. There are studies showing that people rather be blind than fat. And no, I'm good. would rather have other terrible things happen to them physically <laughs> than, be than to be fat. Because yep. although people want to deny fat phobia, they know what fat phobia is. They know how fat people are treated. They know how fat people it are It affects viewed. you mentally, systematically, so socially. That, yeah, so, that, so that's everything. why when I was Ugh. like, it's not fair. I feel like restaurants not, are the worst. They're the worst because 
it's purposely set up to not have fat people there, especially in New York when I moved here and I would make fun. I was like, look at that slim ass restaurant. There's like four chairs in there. Bruh. And it's like this small, but it's like tables. It is set up in a tiny. way to where fat people are not allowed to participate they feel in society. And if they have a problem with it, they need to go lose weight so that they can conform to what society thinks mm. is acceptable enough to treat them with respect as human beings. And when you have somebody that already gets that respect, just by just off of like the strength of them existing in a non-fat body, Living. attributing all of these negative factors to problem areas they feel are issues on their body. Because you're not being treated like less than a person because you have a fupa, fupa. a smaller body. Right. You're not being treated like you can't raise your own children because you have a muffin. You can do things like I, I remember seven months before my surgery. Yeah. I went with my coworkers. This is when I was working at an investment bank. And me and all of the coworkers that were on my level, we went to Six Flags. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know one of the rides? The thing Which one? it wouldn't close. That do to you, me at the Texas do you know? Do you know that's when? That's when? Uh, honestly, a that's lot of crazy. people are like, like you know, but you were shapely. You weren't that big. I've been on planes where I got in the the emergency seat, yeah, and the the, the bar didn't lift up, yeah, and so I felt squished on an airplane seat. Yeah. So when I went to Six Flags and the thing wouldn't close, and he's literally trying between my my that's hips and so my thighs, it was that so happens. embarrassing. It's so I embarrassing. could not ride like, this ride. I'm getting off the ship right now. I, I'm I not could doing not it. ride this ride <laughs> yeah, with bro. my coworkers because of my size. Yeah. So that's like my problem when I see Sucks. the slim people talking about you know their size, their fupa, their arms, their oh my god, I'm this, I'm that. That's where like. It, in, it internalizes with me like you have no fucking idea. Yes, you may not like your fupa, yeah. but there's been things that I have not been able to physically do. Even when I went to Dubai, my yeah. little African flew me to Dubai. We went to the NASCAR Ferrari. There's a Ferrari world um, out in Abu Dhabi. Mm -hmm. We went there. One of the rides, yeah. it wouldn't fucking close over my hips and thighs. Yeah. And we literally had to get up and I was in tears. I was like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. But in my size, there have been things that I was not physically able to do. Yeah. I joke about not riding dick because it's a lie. I'd be out of breath. Yeah, all that. Like but when I was bigger, there were literally things that <laughs> no I could not listen. physically do that happened around people. And they saw that because of my size, yeah. I was affected. So in talking about body positivity and people who are smaller and people who... I believe like clout chase off of this body positivity movement yeah. when it comes to people who have, who are slim and who have never been a, a, a victim of fat phobia. I do have problems with people trying to bring the conversation of fat phobia yeah. when that's something they've never ever had to experience. Because it's, not, I it's, not, that, it's not a but series of isolated incidents. It's not a series of isolated incidences. And I feel like because they're still for lack of a better phrase, there's still not enough room to have conversations about fat phobia. I really do think that if if feminism wants to continue progressing and be intersectional, especially since we go into this next wave, we're going to have to address fat phobia. We're already getting to a point where we're being forced with SESTA FOSTA to discuss yes, horror phobia yeah. and like decriminalizing sex work because we had to actually throw it in people's faces. There had to be put something put in place to have everybody pay attention, which they didn't. And now everybody's trying to act surprised that mm. Instagram and dating apps and all these other websites are now blocking them for content and like yep. censoring stuff. Everybody's trying to act surprised. It's like, wow, maybe if you had listened to all the sex workers that were talking about what Sesta Foss is going to do instead of actually helping the people they think they're going to help, we wouldn't be in this situation. But I think it's going to get to a point where they're going to have to listen because it doesn't just affect whether or not I'm buying clothes somewhere, which... Fun fact, there's only like three places in New York I could buy clothes places. But it's That's also why Fashion Nova doing so well. Yeah, but it it's also affecting it on a like personal level. And like what I talk about with my page is that it talks it affects me on a sexual level too, because I'm expected to not even know 
what sexuality is in a larger body. And I'm like, she said, I'm only supposed to like take what I can get, yep. be appreciative of whatever dick's coming my be way, fetishized. be fetishized or like shut the fuck up about it. And everybody's response when you bring up fat phobia is either their discomfort, their body issues they want to share with you, not in a fat body, but yep. also the fact that if you want to be treated better, you have to lose a significant amount of weight to be even treated as a human, yep. which I still think is gross. Yeah. Because why can't I be treated as a human while I'm taking dick? Like, so you're you're basically saying that you're going to put your dick in anything, but I'm not a person. And during that situation, the lead up to during and after, I don't have to be treated as a person or expect to be treated as a person because as a fat person, I don't deserve humanity. Right. And that's what it is. Same. That's like at the very core of it. And that's why I wanted to discuss it more no, I think in terms of sexuality, because like that leads to a lot of like that. That is a part of rape culture. And people don't understand how like. Being socialized to be used as an instrument just to be seen as, like, desirable happens a lot with a lot of fat women. Whether or not you're in charge of your sexuality, whether or not you're more, like, assertive with it, there has been, a, like, an inst- like, an instance or an ongoing situation where you feel like this is the only thing that I can provide to this person to keep them around yep. because they do not see me as a person That's otherwise. why I really wanted you to come because I feel like after watching a lot of your stories and stuff like that, and even someone that doesn't experience it, like, just wanting... To- just knowing our listeners, seeing what they look like. Can I and, say something that might knowing be a little I bit it. like, a little bit like. Do it. It's not about seeing it. It's about recognizing that you benefit from it. So like as somebody that's not in a fat body, you're like already benefiting from fat phobia because you're being, tra- being treated better out of spite of fat phobia because you're not in a fat body. So therefore you're not, you're not existing in a way that is so like seen as like a failure, a moral failure, and like an employment failure, social failure. failure. Right. So you're being seen as somebody that is human. And even though it might, I'm not saying nothing bad happens to you because you're not fat, but it's just like the way that you're being treated and approached by people, talked to by people, treated by your partners. Oh, I I know and acknowledge that. I mean, listen, I don't deal with fat phobia too often or have too many conversations about it. But, but I know that around you, I knew that it was necessary yeah. because of one people around me, yeah. two our listeners, yeah. and three the fact that if I am a feminist and is and this is true, yeah. I have to consider all women and what they look like. Yeah, and you have to consider all the ways in which you benefit from something that purely exists because people do not think that people that live in larger bodies are human. And I felt like this was necessary too, just to know that like we all might treat people that are bigger than us away and not even see it. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted that eye-opening perspective from someone else. I mean, you know, Mandy has been through weight loss, I mean, uh, journey and done so many episodes on it. And it always feels like it's never enough of a combo because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I go through instances all the time where I'm seeing it happen, whether niggas is talking mm-hmm. about big girls, whether it's on, on online every day, mm-hmm. just the fucking Lizzo wave. Oh like, God. it's all of the fucking time. And it's like, especially after that shit, I was like, I just want one more where people can actually know and understand how it feels on the other side because I don't know, right? And and like I said, when I say FUPA and things like that, um, it's not a guilt trip to make someone feel bad for me because I don't need it. Yeah. I'm just saying I love and like my body the way it is. But also when you are talking about your body, if you're not in a fat body, as a feminist, you have to think about whether or not that's something that is born from misogyny or fat phobia. What, the way that I like my body? The way that if you might have an issue with your body. Because a lot of... Oh, I don't. I I love my body. Because a lot of women that aren't fat, they're dealing with their body through the lens of misogyny, not fat phobia. Mm -hmm. I think the only thing about my body, not to wait, I bought tits. And I think 
I know I wanted them and I yeah. wanted them for myself. But the older I get, I also know why. I'm like, I know it wasn't a man that made me get them. Yeah. But was it though, Loki? It's okay to think about it. Because did I feel less desirable because I didn't have it? Yeah. And like, I definitely think that that's the one thing, not particularly weight, um, but definitely getting it. And I'm super happy I got it because I feel very sexy with it. But I've never been a girl with curves. I've never had a big ass. I've never had hips. Mm -hmm. I've been teased on this show for not having it. Mm -hmm. Like that. And I'm not doing that on some victim pity party shit because I already know that. But that's misogyny, though. But that's also in my mind, Mm -hmm. like the way that. I think that some skinny girl shit goes just like, oh, well, I'm not curvy enough and da-da-da-da. Because we've all internalized misogyny. Right. We're, grown, we're, we're brought up within misogyny. So if it's like somebody telling me they don't feel like their curves are big enough, their ass is not big enough, that's something that's completely different from like fat phobia because it's like you're dealing with thing, you're dealing with your body under the, the umbrella of misogyny. That's a lot more interesting because yeah. I've heard people say that's skinny bitch woes. I don't call it that anymore. Because I do anymore, but I, I still be with the shit. I think it's I think it's valid, I still say that shit. but I think it should be looked but at. But I do from think another, the misogyny is. I think a it great... should be looked at through another lens because it is through the lens of misogyny and not something because because I'm only saying that because that's usually what's used as a rebuttal when you say, "Hey, I don't like being treated like shit because I'm fat," and then they be like, "Well, I I don't have ass," and all the boys in high school only talk to the curvy girls. Like, yeah, because those are the ones sucking dick to get liked, and you probably didn't have to. So I mean, it's just like you. I've never used not having curves as a way. Because the way that braided like my hair I'm did it, either way. The way that braided my hair did it, and it was a very awkward six hours. Bitch, <laughs> I do feel like I'd be mad about how I like. I've been mad at like, oh, I wish I had this, but I don't think I've ever weaponized it. Like a nigga don't want me because of this. No, because what's for me is for me, bro. See, look, you use the word weaponize because that's what they do. Yeah, they do. They do. Look at me on my fake woke shit. I know. Shit, you're not fake woke. I'm just saying through the no, conversation, I, I see the wheels turning. I am fake woke, bro. No, I see the I see the wheels <laughs> turning. I see like, you're like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, like, okay. Because like, I'm not saying that thin women don't have woes. I'm just saying that they're completely different from what something else might be doing. So like, if I came up to you and let's say you were like a white woman and you're just like, oh, I just deal with so much because men don't respect me and da, 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 da. And I'm just like, okay, but just, you know. That's something that would usually be used in response to like a black woman saying like, hey, when I go to work, I have to change the volume of my voice. I have to code switch. I have to make sure I wear things that don't show off my curves too much. Right. Because it'll be seen as inappropriate. You definitely taught me something today. And I think the biggest thing that I'll take from you that I will change up about what I do. I always say feeling that. I, I mean, obviously, I'm not saying, oh, I'm. I've definitely said I feel fat and I've never thought about what it would feel like for someone else to hear that it is but it, it is it's in my mind how yeah. I'm feeling what, it, even when I'm on my period I'll use that word like I'm yeah. feeling fat and I'm definitely not going to do that anymore I appreciate you for that High Five Casino High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com the hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have supervision, enhanced hearing, extraordinary reflexes, to be, dare we say, superhuman? Well, Roku's new Pro Series TV 
can't do any of that for you. But with a 4K screen, side-firing speakers, and a blazing fast refresh rate, it'll sure feel like it. Elevate your entertainment using all your favorite apps like iHeart and play all your music, radio, and podcasts with the new Roku Pro Series. Your senses aren't better. Your TV is. Father's Day is coming, a day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us to crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off, no dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. But the Bartesian Cocktail Maker? It's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all-natural bitters, so Dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So, for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. I want to get into the hall mail before we get out of here. Um, this one is good because it actually kind of stems to even what you said earlier with the broke nigga. Oh my God, so broke. this is a hoe that deserves it all. Hey, ladies, I just want to start by saying how much I love y'all. You've talked me through a pretty painful and dramatic breakup earlier this year, and now you're teaching me about this whole life and all the craziness that comes with it. Dating has been a wash for me lately, sis, me too. I'm not looking to be in a relationship with anyone at this time, but I do enjoy getting to know new people and going out on dates. Here is where the problem lies. My last relationship was a, was with a man that didn't have much of anything. Yo. He was always in debt, never had a car, and had some pretty bad addictions. Oh, I stayed with him for over three years because I felt like I could help fix his situation. And because the dick was so bomb. See, in all capital letters. See, it always he is. need me. They have nothing else. Obviously, I couldn't. We broke up, and four months later, he's engaged to a white girl. But that's another story for another time. Mm-hmm. See dicks. Anyways, I'm 23 years old, college educated, attractive, black woman that pays for my own car, apartment, and student loans. And I have a pretty great job at a nonprofit. Basically, my ass is deserving of a man that matches my energy and has the means to improve my life. However, all the men I seem to attract are typically broke or lack ambition of any kind. You've done at least two episodes on sugar dating in the past, but seeking arrangements is whack. And as a black woman, finding the right sugar daddy that is willing to consistently spoil, mentor, and isn't just wanting a pay-for-play situation is hard. Outside of sugar daddies, how do I position myself to receive the abundant blessings of five niggas that are willing to simply show me the finer things? You both seem you both seem to do it with ease, and I know these men exist here in Dallas, Texas. Can't wait to see you guys at the 2020 live show. Love a broke nigga magnet. Come on, Dallas. They do hey, exist in I'm Dallas. From Dallas. They oh, do I'm... exist in Dallas. What broke niggas? No, like men sugar that daddy. are like well, oh, they, they got, got sugar money. daddies do, but also they got money. I know in Texas, specifically Houston, you have a lot of the oil. Yeah. money down yep. there um i would say here so here's something that me and my friends talk about mm-hmm. um and you don't have to go out and 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 buy l- luxury items but i will say um you do attract what you put out um so i would say dressing a certain way when you go to either nice restaurants or out to a club mm-hmm. making sure your shoes are well kept your outfit is nice your hair is laid. So even just maybe putting more effort into what you're putting out, Mm -hmm. keeping your nails done, and literally just coming across more well-kept does attract 
people who either want to spend money on you or people with money. There's also two things to be said, too, with your appearances. It's levels, right? Like the way that I'm dressed right now, I'm wearing like orange pants, big chunky boots, a sweater, whatever. This is how I like to dress. I'll dress casually and when I'm going out and hanging out with friends. But there's levels to shit. If you want a nigga on a different level, and that's not the niggas you're running into when I'm in my orange pants or chunky heels, you... I believe you should dress better than normal yeah. or even have a tire for that shit. Like Agreed. I had my sugar daddy clothes. I have my Soho house clothes, bro. I have my, I'm going on vacation. I have Hamptons clothes, Tulum clothes. Mm-hmm. Then I have my Cancun clothes. Like I think that we're like just throwing in like that fucking, oh, I've got a cute dress that I wear to the club normally. Yeah. Well, don't wear it when you're catching a sugar daddy yeah. because that's not the same one. But not mm-hmm. only that, just knowing your, your your space now, your dress. So yesterday after the studio, um, I ended up going out hanging out with my homeboy Asante but then one of my friends invited me to SOBs mm-hmm. I had on forces jeans a sweatshirt real chill Yeah. then KD was throwing a holiday party mm-hmm. at Catch Steak yeah. so his brother hit me and was like hey are you coming to the holiday party Kevin's having it and I was like nigga I have on forces and jeans. Yeah. I know that I'm not going to go into catch steak where there's going to be other NBA players. There's yeah. going to be, you know, probably team execs. There's going to be niggas with money. Yeah. I can't go in there with Air Forces. I felt way more comfortable meeting my other homeboy at SOBs, mm-hmm. chilling, rocking it out. Yeah. So it's also knowing and being aware of the spaces that you're going to be put in. If your friend is inviting you to a hotel lobby to have drinks mm-hmm. and you know it's a nice hotel, definitely dress the part. Yeah. If you're going to go to the Lower East Side, and have drinks, you're probably not going to find the person that you would expect to spend a lot of money on. And I think that's another thing, too, with like expectations with like getting money out of niggas like not every number you get. So like and I really I want to talk about Cuddy with this because I think she might have mentioned in her book Mm -hmm. and I read her book two years ago. But like if you're, you know, trying to get money out of every single nigga you fuck with because you're following a person like Cuddy who's excelled in this or even listening to this show and mm-hmm. hearing us talk about niggas that we fuck with like that, mm-hmm. no one understand everybody at this table is fucked a broke nigga, right? Yeah. But still has preached about the rich nigga and getting money <laughs> out of them. We all fuck broke niggas. God you, damn you, it, these you niggas cannot cast them in the same net. Like, you can't think that when you were chilling at a dive bar and met a dude that he's going to give you the same type of shit that someone else might have. It's just, I'm not saying it can't. I'm just saying, like, set your expectations realistically. Yes. Where to find them? Hotel lobbies are, like, the number one place yep. I've always read online that's, like, across the board, what they've said is a thing. But you um, be careful with that. Yeah. Oh, yes, because so there's undercovers. Yeah. A lot, specifically on the West Coast. In L.A., of course, well, Vegas, it's kind of, they, they don't really do it too much. But in L.A., my friends would go to the nice restaurants in hopes of finding someone. And even sitting at a bar, they got Call, well, there was an undercover cop mm-hmm. because they will look to see if you're trying to, yeah. um, you know, sell yourself. That affects trans women as well. They'll just be saying, yes. you heard about that woman that was just staying at the hotel? And they were like, obviously, you're here. And they kicked her out the hotel and arrested her. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. hear about this. Yeah. So, like, it's Bitch, now. It's, that's, does she that's, own the Hyatt? That's right. That's what we're saying. Hyatt. Now you can't do. If you're a trans black, well, you just can't be in the lobby. Why would you oh, be shit. in the lobby? That's what they That's think. insane. But even as my friends, you know, with their bodies on or dressed a certain way, that people automatically assume they're there for sex work. No, bitch, yeah. we're just here to get the nice cocktails. We have the money to pay for them. But yeah, like, and that's been something, even being with my friends, where we've been looked at and we'll be like, oh, they think we're here working, even if we're not. We're just there to eat good food it happened to me one time where I realized the dude thought I was a hoe and when he thought it I almost I, like, I smiled and laughed because I couldn't believe it I was at Hunt and Fish 
in New York. Oh, bitch, that's the number one place for sugar daddies, though. Hunt and Fish, well, if you're in New York, Hunt and Fish is where you go to get them, bitch. I know, but... Look, even our cameraman is that's, smiling. You know, that I'm is the like, number... Hey, it is the number one restaurant in New York. Nice meal. It's yeah. the number one and restaurant. And I was in... I, I was suited when I was, you know, working in tech, and I came in there, but under my suit, I wear, like, maybe a lace-like thing under the blazer. <laughs> This dude was like, oh, Number so you're one from place. New York, honey? And all the honey thing. I was like, yeah, I'm not from here, but you know, I live here. And I was like, I work nearby. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay. And he's like, well, I'm staying nearby. I was like, oh, cool. Number was, one place. I was like, I actually live on 54th and 8th, right? And at, mm-hmm. the, t- at the time. And it's funny because I didn't realize I was sounding like I was being inviting. Oh, yeah. yeah. And right before he left, he was like, listen, like, I'm do this all the time but you know I think you're great and and I was like oh my god I'm not a hoe <laughs> but I am though but I was like yo when he left I felt insulted and like ooh hot at the same time oh my god you were like Carrie from Sex and the City yes, when she got paid for that day I hate that episode because she was really in her feelings about that I was like girl if something like, I love what Samantha me. said you have power between your legs and he got power in his pocket it wasn't a direct quote but it was something like that she anyway was so I just realized we went over time. Eden keeps that. looking at me. I don't know if you have somewhere to go. Mandy couldn't even be here past two. We, yeah, you guys I, I canceled long my episode. flight because I, I was about to get scanned. Yo, so can I, I say something flight. real quick though? Oh, yeah. You know how we were talking about like the whole bad energy and closing portal and shit like that? Oh my god. You, you know how to close bad? Nah, 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 uh, check this out. Oh Ain't it funny how Mandy's mic broke though? How what? How what? Look at your microphone. What about it? Why is your shit broken? mic broken? Ours you didn't brought it. that energy in with you. I know, because the devil dig, and I'm talking about it. That's Bro, what I'm talking about. it's not devil dig. It's one of their wives. I'm serious. I just want to say that real quick. First off, it has I just, to be. It, listen, let's not talk about how everything in the studio fucking falls apart. Let's not. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's really not. I, I don't want to shake the network wrong, but goddamn, yeah. this studio needs some upgrades, okay? Yeah. So it's not motherfucking no, the devil dig. this table. Listen, listen, there's podcasts that don't even record out of here anymore, goddammit. So, anyways, shots, nigga. It ain't the devil dig energy i'm not cursed it's the motherfucking mic stand uh anyways or we... it is a lord father god full court at full court pumps listen get her i'm about to add an under- i'm about to bitch. add an or- underscore to my name you at this might point. have to <laughs> mandy i think it's one eye maybe two they can't find <laughs> and they know all my akas they done they done motherfucking curse everything anyway before we get out of here ashley can you give our listeners where they may find you yes. do you have any websites if you have anything going on well, you can find me at Ashley Chubby Bunny. Um, that's A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H, Chubby Bunny. That's all one word on Instagram. I don't really use any other social media at the moment. I also, in the vein of what I'm talking about, have a uh, lingerie party coming up February 16th. Oh, that's hey. cool. Yep. Uh, we, had, we had one in uh, June that was called Centerfold. It was a lingerie party. It went really well, so we're doing it again. And I'm running it with my friend Venus Cuffs, and I'm very excited to have that happen again because the first one even though there was drama it was a success it will so, be here in new york it'll be here in new york it'll be at three dollar bill in brooklyn so look you for, have to give us the flyer i would definitely we love don't to have post the that flyer yet we're taking our photos like next week okay. to get the promo started you'll have it by the time this post i will have it yes so i'll get that to you but that's what we're doing awesome yes awesome i do appreciate um you coming in here um even even for us going on tour mm-hmm. when we first um decided to do merch we 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 bought quite a bit of shirts we, we bought it in, in bulk and when we brought it to Atlanta as one of our first Atlanta shows this was maybe two years ago mm-hmm. um, my friend who did the table um, who was also bigger she went through the surgery as me mm-hmm. she's like girl you had people that wanted to buy shirts and you guys did 
they were too you guys didn't have the bigger sizes so even again I want to thank our patrons because because of you mm-hmm. we did a large order but we went all the way up to 3XL on our tour t-shirts just because we do want to include and on our Patreon all of our merch listeners. we go up to 4X yeah so um, I, I do apologize for that misstep two years ago for those of you who came to our show in Atlanta and couldn't get merch because we didn't have your size um, but yes for our tour merch we do go all the way up to 3X and bitch that 3X kind of looked like a 5X I'm gonna tell you right now I yeah. want to take your skinny ass money your big ass money your nigga money your mama money your old money and your scamming money yes nah I went all that but again I want to thank our patrons um, because of you we were able to do that if you guys um, aren't familiar maybe this is your first time listening and you came on over because Ashley Chubby Bunny told you to yes um do know that we do offer three bonus episodes every month. So depending on how many Mondays land in that month, you can get anywhere between seven and eight episodes in that month. Um, and we are going to leave you off with a five-minute bonus clip from Patreon. If you want to become a patron, go to patreon.com backslash horrible decisions. Also, if you want to submit home mail, definitely go ahead and email us at horrible decisions at gmail.com. That's W-H-O-R-E-I-B-L-E decisions.com. Also, we come into a motherfucker sitting near you. So if you haven't yet, get your motherfucking tickets to see us live. We are bringing kinksters to the stage. We have a lot of invited guests coming out. You may be able to see some of our previous guests on stage. And it's a hell of a show that we give you guys. So if you guys have not yet, be sure to purchase your tickets at HorribleDecisions.com and click the, the, the city that you're in or one that you plan to travel to. And it will take you right to the landing page of the tickets. Once again, we're going to leave you with a five-minute bonus clip of our Patreon episode. Once again, thank you, Ashley, for joining us. And this has been yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Bye. Bye. Three things you and your partner appear to have in common. So. You can answer this. I have. Me and you. This is. I was about to say, bitch, I ain't got no partner. This is 36 questions to love each other. That's how we're playing it. um, What do we have in common? I ain't going to lie. People listen to us, and I think now that we're three years in, they realize we don't have much in common. Outside of, okay. We both love to travel. We both love to suck dick, and we we both get our hair done with weave. Wait. We both love to travel. We both love, we both love our friends a lot. We love, we love our friends. We both like ethnic foods. I was going to say we both like bougie things, but. I you like do. ratchet shit. But You're I like bougie shit. You're wearing a Lewis Vitton um, purse across oh, your neck. And you see I got a Burberry jacket. But this is just now like things that I couldn't afford. Um, and I also used to. So the niggas that I've. When I talk about sugar daddies and stuff like that. All of the men that I've dealt with are those that won't buy me. They would never. Things. They would never buy me tangible things. They would buy me things for school. They would pay for my bills. They would do things for my livelihood. They're, they're not materialistic niggas. So now that, you know, they know I really don't need that money that way. If I do ask for something, it's like, oh, I want this. Right. And they're okay. Like, I'm waiting on these YSL shoes right now. So it's... With but the also, YSL I can, part? Yes. The that, pump. That's my Valentine's list. And that's literally like, what I'm getting. Well, it, it's crazy because... So they have a boot version, an open toe version, right, and a pump version. The, so the boots are $1,700. The, and the other two are $9.95. So I was like, the boot is seasonal. Open toe is also seasonal because we live. I said the pump I could wear year round. I would get I more use I can't out walk of a in pump. pumps. Well, have you walked in those shoes by the way? Um, They're hard. 
Yeah, but see, even my um, even even my Louis Vuitton like um, so combat boots they said are uncomfortable. I, not I for asked me. for those, and yeah, he those was are, like, listen, that's what I want. I know that you like shit like this, but that's kind of tacky. I was like, it's not tacky. He's like, listen, it's, it's not. too over the top. He's like, I don't care. No, it's not. Then you could dress it down, but you could wear that with cargo pants. I was like, I don't know why you feel like it's too much. He was like, I think it's too showy. He was like, I'll get you some wild SL shit, but it's not going to be all over it. And I'm like, then just buy me Steve Madden. I'm I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm one of those that didn't grow up with money. I don't have family members that have money. And to me, I don't believe in spending so much money on something. So I was talking to my homeboy about it. And I was like, you know, if I'm going to buy some, the monogram is going to be on it because they're going to know. If it costs $1,200, they're going to know because they're going to see it. I I don't want just a leather, a black leather something. I felt like the YSL like heel was tasteful and not that much. Yeah. And he's like, no. He was like... Real niggas know when you have a certain kind of... Th- I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't know bitches that walk down the street with... Well, actually, the YSL does have the very round front with a certain kind of thing. But anyway. Nah, bro. Okay. Nine is for what in your life do you feel most grateful? Ten, if you could change anything about the way ra- you were raised, what would it be? Eleven. Tell, take four minutes and tell your partner your life story in as much detail as possible. I think that's a good one, too. Um, if you could wake up tomorrow morning having gained one quality or ability, what would it be? Can I get into my side fake? Yeah. Oh, so I would want to be able to teleport anywhere in the world. Wow, mine was totally different. Mine was. I'm thinking of magical powers. I well, think- like, what what abilities are you talking about? I was gonna say I would want like one quality. I would want like, I would want to be like super strong. Like, I'm trying really hard to like build strength. Like, that's something that's so important to me. Like, being able to lift myself up, doing certain shit like that, and I feel like a failure every time. And so, like, my IT band's been fucked up. I haven't been able to work out, so it's all upper body. I'm gaining weight. That's funny, cause bitch, I can't do pull ups for shit. Like, my upper it's body hard. strength sucks, but my lower body, these thighs strong. My lower body. Bitch. Most people are. I can squat and do well, mad shit with my women. lower body. Yeah, but, but that's how I like. I have a lot of lower body strength. Um, except I still ain't riding 13. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, what would you want to know? I know about my life. I don't believe in no, learning about the know? future. No, I don't want to know about the future. You know, I was going to say the same thing. I don't want to. I don't want to know about the future. Um, actually the only thing about the future I would want to know if I could specify, I would want to know when or if I'm ever going to find love. I would want to know if, I'm going to be like imagine. Oprah and just care about my money and my career. Or but if Oprah I'm genuine. Oprah has a love. Yeah. Stedman doesn't really count. Why? I don't think so. I think that they're just. She afraid. chose her partner. Yeah. I don't know about that. I I just think it's. People say that. I don't believe yeah, that. I don't know. But okay. So, my so, mom thinks okay, she's fucking okay, male. Okay. Well then. Oh no. Me too. But then Tracy Ellis Ross. In her 50s. Fabulous. But still no partner. The same for Maya. Beautiful. Bitch ain't never. She ain't never with a nigga either. Chili. I don't want to end up like Chili. So I'm not going to lie. Like, to me, if I could specify, I want to know if I'm ever going to find love or if love just is not in the cards for me. I would want to know that. I think, So I can get off these fucking dating apps and stop shooting my shot in these niggas DMs. So I would, I would kind of want to know maybe when I meet my soulmate. Like, for example, let's say they say it's in 2025. I'm be like, okay, I'm going to like do all the gangbangs and shit I need to do now because I'm going to meet my nigga in 2025. But maybe right. if, if I know I'm gonna meet my soulmate this year, bet I'm gonna I'm gonna slow down. But if my nigga Are you? I'm gonna race to that finish line. Nah, bitch. But, I mean I'm gonna be like, oh, he coming. But if I know that I may not meet my soulmate for another 10 years, I think then I would stop 
putting so much emphasis on, you know, my dating strategies and and the time I spend going back to men in the past or trying to meet new people that can mean more to me. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. What's up, guys? This is Sean, Lights Out Merriment, and Saturday, June 15th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting 17 returns to Casino Palma in San Diego. Get your tickets now at LightsOutXF.com, and we'll be live on Lights Out Sports TV, available on all major platforms. Doors open at 5 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be Lights Out. Lights Out Sports is free sports TV by athletes for fans. For details about the event and tickets, go to LightsOutXF.com.